of those videos where we left off last time. Sorry. And you want to let the public? Yeah. And the shear is dedicated, Thank you. sponsored by Sarah Bernard in memory of her mother, Miriam Bath Velber Neshama, should have an aliyah, Mechayel Lechayel. Okay, last time we discussed the beginning of Hilchos Deos in the Rambam, and the word Deos you could translate as attitude, attitudes, mm -hmm. and we will often use the word in our time, Midos, for that same word. We talked about uh, the, the middle path between the two extremes of each Mita. And the middle path is where the Rambam guides us uh, to be. And he says that the two extremes of each Mita are not good, either too much of something or too little of something. And what is productive is right there in the middle, and he calls that the Derech of Chachamim. That's where wise people uh, make their path in yeah, this mamutsa, chachamim. Yeah. Now he's going to go from there uh, today in halacha hey, and talk about something slightly different than chachamim, which is chasidim, or the way of chasidus, which is where you're leaning more toward one side or the other side from middle but for the sake of piety, as we'll see in a moment. So letter hey. Umishahu medakdeik alatzmo biyoser. A person who is more particular with themselves. V'yisrachek midea benonis. And he makes himself distant from this middle path. Ma'at, but just a little bit. Litzad zeh o litzad zeh, toward one side or another. Nikra chasid. That person is a chasid. So notice this is not bad. It's actually even more, it's even more pious than the middle path, as we'll see. Ketzad, for example. Misha yisrachek migova halev. A person who's trying to keep themselves distant from being haughty, from arrogance. Now here the Rambam says, and they go all the way to the other extreme, to become a shafal ruach. It's extremely humble. It's more than just humble, but it's very, very humble. Nikra chasid, this person is a chasid. Vizuhi midas chasidus. And this mida is one of chasidus. So in other words, it's a good thing. Even though in general we counsel people to be in the middle range, but in certain areas and for certain reasons, the Rambam says there might be reason to go more away from the middle. It's interesting, the one he chooses here is not one that you go just a little bit away from the middle, which he would have expected, because that's what he says, ma'at. He chooses a particular mida which he's going to touch on a few times here, 
where there's actually, it's actually complementary to go, to go to the extreme. So just pointing out, it's interesting, the Ramam chooses this one. So it becomes a, a Shofar Ruach. Vim Nisrach Ek Ad Ha'emsa Bilvad. If in this area, on one side, you have a person who's haughty and arrogant on the extreme, on the other side, you have a Shafal Ruach. So how about a person who puts themselves in the middle between those two? The Yihiyya Anav. That person is an Anav, a humble person. In other words, that's good. Nikra Chacham, Zuhi Midas Chachma. So once again, he's in the middle, or she's in the middle. That's the Mida of Chachamim. And an Anav is less humble than a Shafal Ruach but it's a person who is humble in a balanced way. And the Rambam is praising that meter. It's okay. You're, you're fine to be in the middle. If a person wants to be a chassid and to become extremely, extremely humble, like Moshe Rabbeinu, Anav Mikol Adam, or like the Mishnah says in Avos, Ma'od, Ma'od, Heve Shafaruach. Be extremely humble. Okay, in this meter you can do that. But still, the Rambam does not criticize the middle ground, and he even says that's a meter of chachma, an anav, a, a modest, humble person. And similarly with other midos or other attitudes as well. The Chasidim Harishonim, earlier very righteous people, they would lean themselves from the middle ground a little bit toward one extreme or the other, not at the extreme, but just a little bit away from the middle. One would be that they would go toward the far end of the meter, which means lacking, a little bit lacking in that meter. Why is that a good thing? It means lacking something bad. Where there's another mida where one would direct themselves toward the first extreme, which means you have a lot of it. And this would be going beyond the letter of the law. Now, the Rambam does not say too much more about that right here, but I'm going to open up in a minute the Shmona Prakim of the Rambam, a different book the Rambam wrote which we have learned this, uh, this summer in Shul. And I'm going to elaborate on this from the Rambam himself. He does elaborate over there, but not so much over here. I just want to finish this letter. Now we have to pay really careful attention to the Rambam's Lashon. He says that we are commanded to walk in the middle. In other words, that is an obligation. We need to be in the middle ground of these midos, balanced. And these are the upright and good pathways, as it says in the Torah, and you shall walk in his ways, meaning Hashem's ways. And that's the first mitzvah I say that we have actually stated here. At the beginning of the parak, the Rambam said that there are 11 mitzvahs in this, in this section. The first one is lihidamos bidrachav, to act in a way which is similar to Hashem, kaviyachal, to try and do godly things. 
So by going in Midos, B'derech HaTov we are being Mekayim, the mitzvah of V'holachta B'derechav. You know, I'm going to read Vav also because it elaborates on this a little more, then I'll get back to the Shemona Perakim. Vav, Kach Lamdu B'perish Mitzvazu. Now this is what the Chachamim said and what they learned regarding the explanation of this mitzvah, the halachta bidurachat. So here are the words of the Chacham in the Rambam, misquoting, Mahu nikra chanun chanun. Just as Hashem is gracious and kind, so we should be gracious and kind. Mahu nikra rachum rachum. Just as Hashem is called rachum, compassionate, so too we should be compassionate. Mahu nikra kadosh afata heye kadosh. Just as Hashem is holy, so too we should be holy. Valderach zu karuhanivim lokel bechol osan hakinuin. And it is along this way that the nivim, our prophets, called Hashem various different names. And the name reflects Amida. There's nothing which is equivalent to Hashem's essence, but in terms of Hashem's midos, the way he acts, the Nevi'im gave titles to them. So for example, Erech Hashem is extremely patient. Verav Chesed, He has abundant kindness. That we, see, we know those from the Yud Gamomidos Arachami. V'yashur, He's upright. Tamim, He is pure, complete. Gibor, He's mighty. V'chazak, strong. Ukiyotze Bohen, Lahudia, to make it known. Shehem durachim tovim v'yisharim that these <coughs> are good paths and they're upright paths. V'chayav adam lahanigatz mo bohen u'lihidamos elav kafi kocho and we are obligated to direct our own behavior in that way and therefore to become similar to Hashem kaviyachol according to our own abilities. That's the mitzvah of v'halach tabidurachat. So. The Rambam says we're commanded to do this. This is a mitzvah asay min ha-Torah, Notice, he did not say that we're commanded to go in the derech ha You don't have to go off the middle path, even though it may be more righteous in certain situations to be more humble than in anav, to be more generous than just normally generous. Those are good things, but that's Amidas Chasidus. That we're not obligated to do. But concerning the Derech HaChachamim, the, the middle ground, the balance place in the middle, every Jew is obligated to strive to put themselves in that place. So he draws this distinction between the Midas HaChachamim and the Midas HaChasidus. The first one we're obligated in, the second one, well that's up to each individual. Do you want to go a little further? Okay, now, what I'd like to do for a minute, I'm just going to read it out. The Rambam has a book called The Hakdama to Maseches Avos. It's the introduction to Pirkei Avos. It's also called Shemona Prakim, eight chapters, because it is Shemona Prakim. That's why they call it that. So he says there as follows. I'm just going to kind of read it through quickly so we'll get the feel for what the Rambam is saying. It's not in here. It's not in here. It's not in front of you. I'm just going to read it out. It's in here, in this book from the Rambam. Different Sefer. But he talks about the same topic. And he says, Maisim Tovim. Good deeds are Maisim Hashavim. Those are upright deeds. And they are Mamutsa'im. They're in the middle, just like he says here. 
of the two extremes on either side, and both extremes are bad. Shtehen ra. Halachas mehen tosefes. One extreme is tosefes. It's too much of the mida. Too much. That's not a good thing. Vahashenis chisaron. And the other one is too little. Not enough. Both of them are wrong. Vahamalos. Now he was talking about behavior. Now he wants to talk about mylos, which means the inner person that, that produces the behavior. Chintachunos nafshios. That has to do with personality traits. The kinyanim and things that we acquire and develop, similarly, they're right in the middle camp between two opposite polar extremes. One personality trait is too much and the other is not enough. So the first example was behavior. The second one are the inner midos that produce the behavior. But it's the same structure. There's a middle and there's the two extremes. So of these personality traits, we are, ab- we are obligated in the following way. I'm sorry, in, in these actions, we're obligated in the following way. So here is an example. Hazihirus. Now what we're going to do here is what the Rambam did not mention where we're learning in Hilchos Deos. He does mention more specifically here. Zahirus literally means caution, but it means caution about not being over-involved in the pleasures of the world, specifically to be aware of hate, of sin. If we're too involved in the world, we're going to end up with hate, with averus. So zahirus, that's the word he uses here, that's the mida memutsa'as, that's in the middle. That's a good mida, zahirus, be careful. Don't overindulge, don't overextend. You won't come to do chet. That's the middle, bein rov ha-taiva u-bein heder herga Between the two extremes. What are the two extremes? Too much indulgence on one side, and on the other side, heder hergesh ha A lack of any feeling of pleasure whatsoever. The Rama says that's not a good thing. We don't want to be there. Zahirus is in the middle, Mipulo Saitovas. Utuchuno Sanefesh Asher Tishaye Mena Zahirus. And the personality trait within, which brings out actions outside, Himailas Hamidos, that's a Mila, that's a good trait. Of a rov ha taiva hua katsaharishon, too much taiva indulgence in desire is the first extreme. And the feeling of no pleasure is the other extreme, which Nahem Ra Gomur. And they're both absolutely bad. Too much indulgent or turn yourself off to the world. Sorry, that's, that's one. Now, secondly, I'm going to call Nadivus generosity. I'm going to use that word, nedivus. Like it says in the Mishkan, nediv leif. So nedivus, he says, that's the middle ground. That's a good mida. Memutsa'as bein hakilus vahapizur. And it finds its way between a person who's stingy or a person who just throws away their money. 
In the middle there is nadivus. We don't want to be stingy, that's a bad mita. We don't want to be throwing away our money, irresponsible, that's a bad mita. Nadivus, generous, that's in the middle. Now let's think about this for a moment. If a person wanted to be a chassid, extra pious, in the realm of nadivus, toward which side would you go? Giving, right? Because remember, you've got to go one or the other. So if you want to be a chassid, it's not a chassid to give less. Right? But it is a chassid to give more. As long as you're not throwing away your money irresponsibly. So in the middle is nadivus, and a little more of that trait is a good thing. Heading toward a person who's very charitable. A big ball tzedakah. Moving that way, fine. Moving the other way to less of the mita, not a good thing. Now let's think about the one we talked about before, arrogance and humility. So if a person is in the middle and they're an unav, in this case, which case is better, having less or more? It might be a semantic thing if we think about it, but, but let's say more humility, which means you're less arrogant, right? Less arrogant. So you're moving away from arrogance, more humility, less arrogance. Now think about the next one that he's going to bring down. Gavura. The Rambam here, when he says Gavura, does not mean what, he, what we usually refer to as Gavura, which is restraint. He is talking about the word here as courage. Gavura is having courage. And that's Mimutsa'as, that is in the middle between which two extremes? Bein hamasira lesakonos, a person who involves themselves with dangerous things. They're a very courageous person, so they do dangerous things. Well, that's on the extreme, that's no good. Or ubein roch halevav, a person who is of a cowardly heart. So in the middle is courage. To one extreme is doing ridiculously crazy things like people do. Like back in my day when I was a little young, evil Knievel trying to take a motorcycle over the Grand Canyon, right? He didn't make it, as you can imagine, right? But he lived. And then on the other side, people who are extremely cowardly, they won't put, put themselves in any kind of situation of danger whatsoever. So the middle is courage. So in this particular Mita, the Rama will say a little later, I'll ask you the question now, which is the right side, the correct side in Chastidus? More courageous or, more ca- or less courageous? More, more courageous. That's the right. If you want to go a little bit in that direction? Go toward the more courageous direction. Less courageous, not good. You won't be able to do what you need to do in life. Now just one or two more that I'll get to Rabbison. And On this one, I want to make a diuk for you back in the Torah, which I'm sure you'll recognize. Here's the word the Rambam says. V'hasilsul. Silsul. I'm going to call it right now self-care. Silsul. Samach Lamed, Samach Vav Lamed. Silsul. So that is in between. Memutza Bein Hisnasus Ubein Hanavola. A person who is extremely particular about how they look and how they present over the top. Or Nivola, a person who doesn't care less about the way they look and their clothes are torn and they're dirty and they have no hygiene. That's Nivola. So in the middle is Silsul, which is Amida Tova. 
self-respect, integrity, dignity. Now the Rambam teaches, he explains the word silso. It's an unusual word. Who, what is that? Mi shemizkabeit kura'ui ve'eno misnabel badavor. A person who honors himself or herself properly and does not degrade themselves. So in the middle there is this silsul. You want to take care of yourself, make sure you look good, clean, healthy, presentable. Toward one extreme is a person who's just overly involved in how they look, and the other one is a person who doesn't care at all about their mess. So which would be the right way to go if you want to be more pious in this one? Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself a little better, a little more presentable. That would be the right way to go. Now, here's the diuk I want to make. You probably remember this. We're not that far from it right now in the Parshio Satori each week. Yosef HaTzadik. What, is, what did the Chachamim say Yosef was doing? Misalsel, Bisa'arosav. He was fixing his hair. So people take that, oh, he was a little bit self-involved, he was a teenager, like Chassoshom's Yosef HaTzadik. I don't care that he was 17 years old. He's Yosef HaTzadik. What was he doing? Look at the Ramah's Lush. He was taking care of himself. His own personal dignity. Now maybe it, it presented some insensitivity, you know, toward others, toward the other shvatim. Maybe a little bad. But was Yosef looking in the mirror, making sure he looked so nice that day? Yosef Hypsotic? I don't think so. He was taking care of himself and making sure that he looked presentable like a mensch. Misalsel Besaros. That was a very enlightening for me. Because I always took that word in the wrong way until I saw it in the Ramba. So Hisnasus is taking too much care of oneself, doting on oneself, and Navola is a person who is, as, as we said before, no hygiene, uh, dirty, doesn't take care of themselves at all. So a person wants to be in the middle. Now, one or two more. Vahanachas. So Nachas, he says, is a person who is pleasant. A pleasant person. That's right in the middle between Kitrug and Kantranus, a person who's argumentative and not so pleasant to be around, aggressive, and Rakus Hateva, a person who's very soft and mild and perhaps even meek. So in the middle there is Nachas, a pleasant person. What's too extreme? Aggressive, antagonistic. What's too extreme in the other way? Meek. No, it doesn't open their mouth even when they need to. Then the Rambam actually brings down the word for this in, in the language. It's either Arabic or Spanish. I don't know what it is. It sounds Arabic. I don't know what the word is. So that's a person who's below Debra, doesn't talk and doesn't do anything. This is the other side, the meek person. They hold themselves like this and they don't budge and they don't do anything because they're so meek. So that's not a good meter. And Kitrug is a person who is always arguing, always fighting, always trying to be aggressive. Nachas is right in the middle. Okay, now this is a little harder. Which is the right way to go? If you're going to go off that a little bit, do you go toward the meek side or do you go toward the aggressive side? It depends. It depends, right? Okay, so it really depends on the situation. situation. I agree with you. And you know the Rambam does not mention in this particular one which way to go. He doesn't, doesn't say. He just kind of leaves it out there and and I think it's true. You do have to be aggressive sometimes. Otherwise, you just get, especially if you're out in the world, you're going to get run over by people. 
Don't pay attention to you can't get anything, especially if you live in New York. <laughs> What's that? Reish Lakish. and which what, what example? Well, that he was quite um, challenging and aggressive, and he was. The oh, best to Rabbi Yochanan. He was the best he ever had. That's Talmud. Excellent. So Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan, Reish Lakish was very aggressive in his questioning Rabbi Yochanan. That brought out uh, the breadth of the the suga that they were learning. But there are other times when you want to be a little more, a little quieter. Not just sometimes it's good not to speak up. A situation you just kind of hold your tongue, just sit there. It's okay. So I think that can go either way in terms of chasidus. Then the last one is anava, the one we started with in Hilchos Deus. So anava now still from Shmona Parakim, that's right in the middle between gaiva, which is a person who is arrogant. Then I just have to um, jump to the next page because there's a little. The, the book didn't print right. Give me one minute here. I'll find it. Between Gaiva and Shiflus Haruach, a person who is overly humble. Now here we have to deal with something because he did say being overly humble is okay. So that's something that always is a little. It ends up with, with the Rambam here not quite resolved. Is it on the extreme and it's not a good thing, or it's on the extreme and it's a good thing, and it's actually a machlokus in the Gemara? Because the Gemara says there are some chafamim who hold that no, no gaiva whatsoever. You have to completely rid yourself of gaiva. Other chafamim say no, a shemini be shminis. An eighth of an eighth, which means one sixty-fourth of gaiva is okay. Again, take out your rulers and measure that out, right? So you have to have a little bit of that. Is that self-worth? Is that the ability to assert oneself? Is that the ability to say, I'm a, I'm a person? Is that what that is? Maybe. But that's the machlokas. Do we want to go all the way to the extreme or not? So anivus, an anav is right in the middle. And if we want to be a chassid, we're going toward a shafal ruach, not toward uh, gaiva. And that's a lot of examples that the Rambam writes about in Shemona Parakim, which he does not bring here in Hilchos Deus. So I wanted to open that up a little bit. Rebbe Sinyata, Hanna? I'm sorry, question. The first thing you said was Zahirus. Yeah. Is that like all the others? Zahirus is in the middle. And that's good. Okay. It's carefulness. Because you didn't ask in that one which way. Okay, so let's ask it. So one side is a hero is a person who is does not feel anything. They they restrict themselves from any uh, feelings of pleasure, and the other is a person who is hedonistic, on the other extreme. So which way would be the right way? I don't know. It seems like there's a real danger either way. Yeah, I would agree with you. There does seem to be an indication that it's tempering oneself is a little better. But I think that depends on the society that, that you live in. Uh, because if, if people live in a very uptight society, then a little more of a feeling of pleasure is a good thing. And if people are in an indulgent society, then I think it goes the other direction. I also have a question yeah. then, because are, is that Hana in a very broad way, or is that Hana just talking about physical pleasure? This is talking about physical pleasure. And then also, are emotional pleasures included 
in physical pleasure. They could be. Emotional ple pleasures, I would say, are subject to the same uh, parameters. Because the person could take a lot of hana from their good deeds. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Right. Now, that could be a good thing. They feel very good about what they did, and that's fine. We all need to have that. It could also be a negative thing. Right. You know, I'm so great. I did all those wonderful things, right? Okay. So, somewhere in the middle. Or you're addicted to a mitzvah because it help, makes you feel as opposed to it having anything to do with God. Okay, another problem. We want to, we want to do it l'shem shemayim, not l'shem myself. Not, not l'shem the way it makes me feel. Pardon me? Yeah, there's gaiva in that. There's also self-indulgence in that. But again, it's a mida, so there's a spectrum, and a little bit of that is good. Because we want to feel good about the life that we're living. We want to feel good about the things that we're doing. Just we don't want to have that in the extreme. I don't know that it's gaiva. It's feeling good. You could say it, that ultimately, if you want to feel good, then you're arrogant. But I don't, I don't know that... I see those as the same thing. I, I hear what you're saying. I think it could be either because if it's a feeling of I'm so great, I did these great things, that's gaiva. If it's I'm, I feel so good, I did so many good things, that's already self-indulgent. Or, or sometimes I think people have, because we don't have healthy ways of feeling good, that we become addicted to things, whatever they are, right. you know, and you can at least choose things that make you feel good that are at least objectively good things. Right. And there's something positive in that, but ultimately one would have to wean themselves off of their motivation. And yeah. the, so yeah. that's why I don't think that it's necessarily gaiva, but I think it's, um, it's not productive ultimately. Right. Um, I, I remember once reading Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky um, in his many books about addiction and recovery, so he kind of looked at himself and was like, well, what am I addicted to? I'm writing about all these addictions. What am I addicted He says, writing. <laughs> writing is his addiction. Okay, that's a good one. If you're going to choose one, you might as well go with that, right? Uh, Mrs. Fran, please. Yeah, two, two comments. Please. Um, I have one that's the classic. I was in a New York deli, uh -huh. and I was waiting my turn. Uh -huh. And I'm waiting my turn. <laughs> Lady, you gotta speak up. <laughs> <laughs> Situation. Right. So you gotta yeah. assert yourself. Yeah. Or you're not you're not gonna get your sandwich. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the other, when it says having the old old right. that is that Yes, that's Pirkei Yes. So in the, in that case Going towards according to that Mishnah, being on the extreme of that Mita is the right place to be. But there is a ma even though the Mishnah in Avos says that, there is a machlokas about that amongst the Chachamim, do you have to have a little bit of quote-unquote gaiva? Not the negative kind, but the self-worth kind. So, heavy ma'od ma'od shvaruach would be l'chora, completely humble. And having a shemini should be shemini's one sixty fourth, whatever that means. Is you got to sprinkle it with a little something else? It seems like to me, it seems like it's two opinions. Yeah, please, Elaine. Um, why is the halachah of um, in the middle? Why wouldn't Hashem be the chasidus? That's that's a great question. So I I think it's I was thinking about that because sometimes Hashem acts in a, a way of chasidus. And, and we hope that he does with us in particular. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we don't want to be held up to exact judgment. We, want to, we, we hope that Hashem will go beyond Shura Sadin and have compassion 
unless we want that. So I think it's like this. The, the regular way of conducting oneself and Hashem's Kiviyochol regular way is called the Hanhog of Mishpat, justice. There's reward, there's punishment, chesed, din, rachamim. That's the, the regular way of behaving oneself. And on a day-to-day basis, that, ha- that is how Hashem guides the world. The Ramchal says that's what we mean when we say, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Those three midos are mishpat, properly balanced. But then sometimes you have to have a lifni mishuras hadin situation. And in that situation, Hashem does that for us and He helps us out. And sometimes we also have to resort to or choose to midas hadin. It's not the normal way of conducting oneself. So I think the halachta bidurachav is that in general we're going with the middle ground. The yotze minaklal situation is the midah of chasidus lifni mishurasin. That's not the way we conduct ourselves on an hour-to-hour basis. But there are times when we will need to do that, just like Hashem, of course, says as well. Yeah, very simply. Moshe Rabbeinu was on the Nikola Adam, right. Did he have any guidelines? First of all, I can't answer that question because how would I know? But um, we, it would seem to me Moshe Rabbeinu had no gaiva. Right. So Zero. Not, so the, Zero. That, that he was not a meek person. Right. So I don't think those are equivalent. They're not. They're not. And meek was not in that. That was in a different um, spectrum. Meek was in the courage area, uh-huh. not in the humility area. So, no, Moshe Rabbeinu was the humblest of all peace, people. To me, that means he had no gaiva. And at the same time, you, you don't find a stronger leader than Moshe Rabbeinu who knew how to stand up to, to anything that needed standing up to. He was not lacking in that quality whatsoever. And, of course, those are, those are mutually acceptable. Uh, one can be a great honor and a very strong leader at the same time. Because one, one trait is humility and the other trait is courage. They're two separate traits as the Rambam maps out for us over here. Yeah, okay, please. Um, I just wanted to um, ask about this seal sword, the self-care. Yeah. The examples that you gave were in like physical sort of presentation. Right. Right. I think that those midos are more associated with chesed and gavura, what you're describing. Uh-huh. That one has to pull back if they're doing too much. So they have to impose the midah of gavura on their life because they're just too overextended. I agree that the motivating force behind that can be self care, emotional self care, yes. as opposed to appearance. Self-care, yeah. Okay. Yes, Linda, please. So I'm not sure how to say this, but for me, the gaiva part of it is is when you don't give a 
rest of the world will always see us saying we are the chosen people, we are God's people, we are chosen Hashem as arrogance. So the shtikul gaiva there, and even for Moshe Rabbeinu being a representative of Hashem in the world, might be that part of being the the representative of Hashem. We are yeah. we are special. I think the word that I would use is pride in the positive sense, as yes. opposed to arrogance. Yes. We don't want to come off as arrogant in being the Am HaNivchar. But we do want to be proud of who we are and the people that we are, Am Yisrael. And grateful. And grateful as well. Is that, is and that's that a good thing. Gaiva, in my gaiva? opinion, no. I don't think pride is gaiva. It, it could turn into it. You know, if we're not careful, it could lean in that direction. And, and we see it sometimes that people have that attitude of arrogance and being part of the chosen people. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Maybe self-esteem. Self-esteem also, as a Jew, a sense of self-worth, that we're very happy with who we are, what Hashem gave us to, to be. So let me see if we can do one more. What time do we got? Yeah. Okay, we've got another five minutes. Okay, so letter Zion. So how should a person conduct themselves when it comes to these deos, these attitudes or midos, and we're trying to be koveya them, we want to establish them as part of our personality, to develop ourselves. So what do we do? Do something, meaning something good. Repeat it. And do it three times. Vamaisim Shaose with those behaviors that we do, Alpi Hadeos Plemsaios, according to those well balanced middle traits or grams. The Yachzorbohem Tumid and keep doing it. So the Rambam here is emphasizing that it has to start with action. So if a person throws their money around too much, what they need to do, we'll see in a minute, actually next week, they have to go all the way to the other extreme and then come back to the middle. But before we get to that, that just spending one's money wisely over and over again is the way to develop that trade. Until it becomes easier to do that. So if a person is stingy or a person is um, a spendthrift and they're trying to find their way to the middle, what will help them is to do the middle path over and over again. And it will, be, it will get to the point where it won't be a tircha. It won't be hard to do that because we internalize the trait, which is what we're trying to do. By being koveya them, by internalizing them inside of ourselves. So if a person therefore needs to act more courageously, then they need to do that over and over again, and the action becomes part of the person, and the trait becomes absorbed. Ulufi, shashemo so'elu, nikra bohen hayotzer, because these midos, these names of traits, are names which Hashem himself is called by, rachum, hanun, etc. Vehim haderach habenonis, and they are the middle path, the balanced path, that we're obligated, there's that word again, we're obligated to find the middle path. It's not, it's not um, 
what do you call it, um, optional. This is where we are supposed to, f to direct ourselves as Jews. Nikres derech zu derech Hashem. This way of being, this derech, a mahalik in life, is called the way of Hashem because that's how Hashem acts. So it kind of, kind of goes back to your question, Alana. This is the overwhelming way that Hashem acts in the world. And this is what Avram Avinu taught his children. As it said in the Torah two parshas ago in Parshas Vayera, before Hashem is about to destroy Sodom. And he says, I can't hold this back from Avram Avinu. I can't not tell this to Avraham because of the way that he educates his family and people in the world. So what does he say? Ki yidativ. Hashem says, I know him. That really means, I love him. Hashem says, I love Avraham. Lama'an asher yitzaveh. Because he will instruct. I'm going to read part of the rest of the Pasuk for you. It's not written in here. Es banav, his children. The esbeso acharav, and his household following him. The shamru derech Hashem. And they will, they will guard and keep the way of Hashem. So the words derech Hashem are written in the Torah. And that's, what Hashem, that's how Hashem refers to Avram Avinu's education of his children and his household. To follow the derech Hashem. La'asos, to do what? Tzedakah u'mishpat. Righteousness and justice. That is the main way in life. It doesn't say chasidus. Just also for your question alone. It doesn't say chasidus here. It says u mishpat. So Hashem says that. And a person who follows this path in life may vitova ubracha la'atzmo. They bring good things and blessed things to themselves. Shinamar, as it says, Laman hevi Hashem al Avram es asher diber alav. That Hashem brought upon Avram that which he said he was going to, which of course are brachos and tovos. So this path is called the Derech Hashem, this middle bear, uh, balanced path. That's what Hashem compliments Avram Avinu in having and teaching and displaying, and that's the one we're meant to follow. And if we choose to go on a path of Hasidus in one mita or another, which we're entitled to, if we feel it's necessary in our lives, you can, but it's not obligatory. Reverend, please. Because he lines it up in that way. W would you possibly destroy if there are 50 tzaddikim there? Like, how could you do That's mishpat. There's still 50 righteous people there. 45, 40, etc. 10. He doesn't go below 10. That's where he stops. So I think, nearly, that Avram Avinu is pleading with Hashem about Sodom according to the Midah of Mishpat. <coughs> Later on in the Torah, also, Nira Lani Daiti, 
When Moshe Rabbeinu pleads for Kla Yisrael, he goes way past that. It's not Mishpat anymore. He is asking Hashem, you know, for, for no, have mercy on your people, have compassion upon you. Kill me, wipe me out of the book. It's all about them. And I think Moshe Rabbeinu goes to Chasidus, and I think Avram Avinu, of course he was a Chasid, of, of course, he was extra pious. But when it came to Sodom, I believe he was appealing based on the Mita of Mishpat. And then yeah. I was wondering if the Akedah was meant to temper Avram Avinu's Chasid. <laughs> yeah, or balance it. Or, or balance it. And, yeah. And the, in the Talmud Bar, it does teach that Avram Avinu is the Mita of Lipna Yeshua Tzedek. Right. That he does right. exemplify that. Which he does. I think that, I think, in, in Sodom, that intentionally he wasn't. That he was, go, he was taking Mishpat as far as it, was, as far as it would go. Mm-hmm. And that probably had to do with the people who were there. In, in my opinion. So, yeah. I get so my, but then, in what was just brought, I have to come mm-hmm. find it. It seemed like that Hashem was saying that He's choosing Abraham because of this balance that He has. So that's my question. Like it seemed like, where is is there that balance? So it seems like in Sodom yeah. there is an appreciation of Mishpat. Right. But. It also seems that Avram is known for this being all chesed. No, he's not all chesed. Mm-hmm. Avram is the epitome of the midah of chesed, but he, of course, is balanced by the other midos because all midos have to be balanced, no matter what the midah is. If they're not balanced, then they're in the extreme and that ends up not being a good thing. Have a great day, everybody. Asher Kolach. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Jeff.